0: Welcome to the True Vine podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Today, we continue our series of Unwrapped. Last week, we talked about unwrapping the baby Jesus. This day, I want to talk to you about a different approach, maybe, of unwrapping joy. Someone shout joy. Mm. How many people in this world and maybe even in your own past life that you've chased the path to find joy? And it seems elusive. It seems like it just vaporizes. They write a Christmas song, tis the season to be jolly. Okay, 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 okay. Let's start over. They write a Christmas song. It's Tis the Season to Be Jolly. (laughs) The hecklers are growing. We know it's a popular Christmas song and it's the Christmas season, so I think it's appropriate. But no doubt hearing Christmas songs and Christmas carols everywhere we go, we see decorations, we see lights. We see ugly sweaters. Mr. Christmas, stand up and show them what I'm preaching about. We see ugly sweaters. I'm not sure why Sister Ashley is laughing, but go ahead. We see cookies. We see cakes. We see eggnog. Ugh. And there's a lot going on at Christmas. And some people are really, really, really into Christmas. They get into it. They decorate. They go all out. They dress up. They do videos. They wear red cowboy hats. They just go over the top than most the normal level-headed people. But back to my message, and I'll slip back away from the anointing and get back to my message here. But you know what? I thought there are really people that are maybe on the other side of the spectrum, that are maybe not really into it all that much. They just kind of go through the motions, and they're not really feeling it. Maybe it's a variety of different reasons for that. Perhaps it's just a sense of separation from loved ones. Maybe because of a death, and we experienced that in our own family this year, or disease, or there's a relationship tension, or then maybe there's just loneliness. Yeah. And then there's this, the general overall stress of the season. Like we just can't wait for it to be over, and it's just too much going on, too much stuff. But when I think about all of it and all of it that it produces, and it's the season to be jolly, right? Is that actually true? What is the real meaning of Christmas? What is it that I really would like to unwrap for myself, for my spirit, for my mind, for my psychic this year? What is Christmas all about. And to that, we segue into my scripture text here of Luke chapter two. And the Bible reads, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great, what, joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I want to draw your attention to verse 10, where the writer says here, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Here's the next thing that is so significant to me, which shall be for all people. I'm going to preach to you in my part two here about unwrapped. But what I want to zoom in on for a few moments is I bring you good joy or great joy. One translation says, I bring you good news. Watch this. That will increase great joy for all people. When you look up the word jolly, it means to have a good time, to equate jolly in the season or festive cheer, or even giving a gift. Our opening scripture references the good news it says, Great tidings of great joy. It's coming to everyone. This is You have to understand, this is a declaration. There are shepherds out there. There are people out there. There is a manger, a stable, kind of a messy environment, in my opinion, to be giving birth to a baby. But the angels show up, and it startles them, and they basically said, hey, don't be afraid. I think in most of our minds, we would say, why not? Because I bring you good tidings of great joy, and it's for everyone it said for all people and when the angels appeared in the field he's given this message that a joy is for all people to shepherds you see the shepherds back in that day were of a low ranking people in society and in culture but no one really wanted to do the shepherd's job it was cold in the winter and it was nasty and it was freezing and so the message of joy to all people meant that your status didn't matter In the context surrounding this, that we're talking about the significance to understand because joy is what the angel brought. Joy is what the angel is talking about. Joy is is not about good times. It's not about whether I'm happy. It's not about if everything is going well or if everything is going smooth. Neither is it about my social status. Whether I'm single or I'm married, I'm affluent or I'm just getting by. This is not what joy is about. Joy I want to preach to you this morning is about anticipation. Someone shout anticipation. It's the same type of anticipation that the Jews lived for centuries for the coming Messiah that was prophesied. There's coming a Messiah, Isaiah 6 and 9. Counselor, Prince of Peace. There's coming, there's coming, there's coming. And they're living in oppression. They're living in some kind of disarray and disorder. And so their joy was, there's an anticipation coming that I'm going to be lifted from this. I'm going to be, this is going to be eradicated in our life and in our culture and who we are. Imagine living in some kind of oppression or depressive state, like some restrictions or different things you were afraid of or things that you couldn't do, or just stuff that you were subjected, subjected to as a result of oppression. And you were anticipating that one day you would be rescued. Like, God, help me, please. We read often, and probably the most current one is up the street in Paris, about the Turpin 13, the kids, living in horrific, inhumane conditions under the tutelage of their parents. And the 17-year-old girl no doubt said, God help me, please. And the story and the news tells that she slipped out of the bedroom window the night and ran down the street and she was disheveled and a police officer finds her and she calls somehow, she had a cell phone and she called and I can't imagine the atmosphere and the oppression and the depression and the fear that those kids went through. But that 17-year-old girl was anticipating, if I could get out of this house, if I could get somewhere to get help, and exactly that's how the Jews were living. They lived under the oppression of the Romans and others around them, but despite their current condition. They tried to live with joy in their hearts, anticipating that the Messiah is going to come and restore everything and make everything new and make everything well. And so in an adverse situation, I'm preaching, I'm teaching, I'm sharing this morning that joy is still possible. When you frame the word joy in the context of anticipation, what, what makes Christmas for the kids so joyful, so exciting? It's the anticipation that... Everything under the tree is for us and for me, and this is going to be mine, and there's going to be a Christmas Eve, and there's going to be a Christmas Day, and, and they're so joyful right. because they're anticipating their gifts. I thought about that even as our family and kids and grandkids opened gifts yesterday how they were like amped up and excited. And our granddaughter was sick and couldn't really participate with all of her energy that she can bring. (laughs) Let that set for just a minute. And so her dad, surprisingly, had to find a way to keep her home for a few hours. And so we get a text or a call and... I, I'm a grandfather, folks. Okay, let me just tell you that on the front end of the story so they don't make fun of me. And in a weakened little voice, she wants to know if I can bring her gifts to her. She's home in bed. And so what do I do? I drop what I'm doing and I hop in my car and I go out in the rainy weather and I leave the family in the heater and I leave my coffee and I leave for one wayward little sick kid. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to bring joy. She anticipated that I would be suckered into it. Now, I know those aren't her words. Those are my words. And she's laying there, and we bring the gifts in, and she opens the gifts laying on her bed with a blanket. And I tell her, honey, when I was your age, I faked it during school hours, not on Christmas Day. You got to get this right, baby. Not Christmas Day. School days. You got it? Okay. But I, I had joy. And I think in some her little weakened condition, I brought joy to her because joy is anticipation. And so wherever you are in the spectrum of life today and your relationships or your finances or your job status or your living condition. I'm here to reaffirm to somebody that is streaming online that in the midst of this, I can find joy because it's not something I do. It's not something I create. It's not something that's tangible. It's an anticipation. Hello, somebody. Of unwrapping what is better and in store for me. Oh, that's good preaching. Come on. Someone say amen. But I think about the assurance or the security that things will be good. Notice I didn't say things are good, but things will be good because the current reality is not determined by joy. Again, we're unwrapping. I'm giving you a new avenue of how could someone have joy When the situation or the environment seems a little bleak and dark. Again, the Jews were expecting a Messiah to come. They were under the torturous regime of the Roman Empire, the most wicked regime on earth at the time. And they were living there, and they had in their heart, brother friends, just a glimmer of hope that it was been prophesied by a man of God that there is coming, Isaiah said, and he's going to be the counselor and the prince of peace, and he's going to make all things good, and he's going to make all things new. And so they could have joy in the midst of Egypt when things didn't seem right, and they never even heard of a promised land, maybe. But somebody said, hey, God said this, the Holy Ghost told me everything's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, and that's encapsulized by joy. I'm anticipating that the word of God and the man of God is true. So we're preaching about unwrapped. James chapter 1 and verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials. Now when you unwrap that, that makes no sense to me on the surface. When I read the words and the letters and the sentence, it makes no sense. But in the context of joy, when you unwrap that with anticipation, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, Whenever you face trials, what is he trying to say to us? He's saying, hey, whenever I'm in a depleted situation, I can have joy. You can have joy You when you face these trials. Why? Because joy is an anticipation that God's going to alter the course. God's going to make something right. God's going to part the Red Sea. God's going to bring water from a rock. God, mm, come on, I'm trying to help you today. And wherever your feelings are and your emotions are in this holiday season, every one of us today that are in person or streaming online have the ability and the gift under the tree to say, you know what? You can unwrap joy. Because it's the anticipation. That wherever I am or what I'm not feeling is going to be better because the Bible prophesied about it. And if I believe in the word of God, then it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And wherever I am in the 21st century, God's word is true. And so my joy keeps me coming. You may have came this morning or you clicked on the log in today and you didn't really feel it. I'm not feeling it, but I got to go. I'm here to inspire you to say, hey, there's joy on the forecast. There's joy on the front end. There's joy on the cusp. Why? It's an anticipation that gives me hope and excitement, even when the surroundings don't seem like they're very exciting. Ooh, someone shout amen. Come on. I don't have my shirt on to remind me, but come on, somebody. It's an anticipation that things and an assurance will get better. And the relationship with God gives me that Joy, which also produces peace within me. Amen. Anticipation. We sang a song years ago, old school. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it. Come on, some old timers. And the world can't take it away. This joy. Hmm. I'm almost feeling anointing. I might break out, everybody, and cut a rug. You better be careful. Come on, it's the last Sunday of the year. So we sing that song maybe by faith or by confidence or by anticipation or by assurance. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. It comes from the profound word of God. No matter what happens in the world, no matter the variant, no matter jobs, no matter economic status, no matter neighborhoods, no matter Mm. The world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. It's a joy. Oh, it's like joy. Shut up in my bones. It's full of glory. It's joy unspeakable. Woo! Woo. Hey, come on, everybody stand with me. Keep standing. If you're standing, stay standing with me. Hey, this joy, it wasn't given to us through the circumstances. It wasn't given to us through people. It wasn't given to us through places. It wasn't given to us through things. It's a relationship with God that keeps us steady. Watch this. And it keeps on giving. No matter where you are, no matter what you face, hey, there's a relationship with God that produces joy and peace that passes all understanding. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It makes no sense. It passes all of that. What is that? It's a relationship and a confidence in almighty God. Hey. So what are you doing? I'm unwrapping joy for everybody. Joy for everybody. So you can't tell yourself that you don't deserve joy or you don't have joy. You're telling yourself, I don't have the anticipation that God is able to lift the oppression and the depression and the situations. And then you're giving up on God. That's what would happen to the children of Israel if they gave up on God. He's not coming. Wait a minute. That's a prophetic word. Prophetic word means I'm prophesying. I'm foretelling the future. The future could be 11.15 today for somebody because it's only 11. The future could be Monday morning. When am I going to unwrap joy? Hey, when you start anticipating God and his word and his favor and his promises, you're beginning, watch me, you're beginning to unwrap it. What's in here? I'm anticipating joy. I don't know exactly what's in here, but whoo, hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. Joy makes you do some dumb things. Occasionally on the way home with my wife, I said, did I really say that? I get so amped up in the spirit, man, I go crazy. Thank you. I got one faithful follower in the building, and I thank God for that. But when you're opening the gifts, it's an anticipation. How many among us got a Christmas gift in the last couple of days that you didn't, Danielle, know what it was? Now, that's kind of scary, because I don't know if I got to fake a smile or it's a real one. Oh, okay, Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love these. But it's the anticipation. Watch me now. It's the anticipation of the person that gave it to you. I think they're going to like it. That's why I bought it. And so when my family, I bought gifts for them. And I anticipated that they would like it. So as they're opening, they don't know what I bought them. And often they get wrapped in the Amazon boxes. So you don't know what's in the Amazon box, right? Hey, it's nice. I'll wrap the box. Don't open it. And so you, they open it. And you know what? It's the same way with life that God is bringing things into your life and you're anticipating that he's a good God and he knows and he tr- you, he, you trust him and he knows where you are. And so as you have joy, are you getting this? Pastor, what's in the box? I don't know. But God only gives good gifts. And the gifts that are enjoyed in our life are the ones that we unwrap. You see, I could unwrap this gift, but what's in this gift? Oh, a bow. Thank you. Oh, I love bows. I'm anticipating. Huh? Charlie, you like bows? There. Merry, Merry Christmas, son. Merry Christmas. We're anticipating. Parents give kids and grandkids good gifts. Expensive gifts. And God does much more. He's our heavenly father. So the the state and condition of where you are right now, if it's this side of joy, I'm here to preach to you that it's the anticipation. How long does that take, pastor? I don't know. But if it takes three days or three years, if I'm walking through life anticipating... I have joy for those three years. Count What did he say? Count it. Joy. When you face trials, tribulations, setbacks, someone lied about you. You didn't get the job. The do- I got to go see the doctor. They want me to do more blood work. Count it. What is the joy? It's not joy that they called me. It's joy that God's going to blow this up. And I'm a child of the king. And woe to them that don't know God. But I got joy sitting in that little doctor's room. Mm. Come on, let me pray for us and close out this year. If you need something to be anticipating about and you need to look at joy different, I'm going to invite you up here and let the pastoral staff pray for you. You know what they're going to do? They're going to pray for your mind and your faith, the eyes of anticipation through the eyes of God. So let me be very clear. If you're not feeling it this Christmas weekend, then this message is for you. But if you're feeling it this Christmas weekend and you get it, there's going to come a time in 2022 that you're going to need joy. So no matter where you are and who you are, you need to unwrap this. You need to figure this out. And God's going to do what God does best. I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God to help us. Heavenly Father, in the precious holy name, God, the anticipation from the Old Testament through Calvary, the anticipation that you would show yourself again, the anticipation of those that waited in the upper room for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the anticipation that by your stripes we are healed, for the anticipation. But God, I release joy. And we unwrap the anticipation. We unwrap with you do all things well. We unwrap what shall we say to these things if God be for us. Who can be against us? I'm unwrapping joy for this church. I'm unwrapping joy for our online audience. I'm unwrapping joy that needs a rhema, a prophetic specific word for their life or marriage or kid today. God, I help them unwrap that. In the name of Jesus, I do this unto heaven. You said, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and loosed on heaven shall be loosed on earth. And God, we lean into the anticipation today. Bless every heart. Every mind, every soul, every spirit, every situation, God, as we unwrap joy in every life. In your name, we believe these things. Amen and amen. My friend, the altars are open. Would you come? You need a fresh anointing to get through the week. You need a fresh anointing to finish off this year. You need your package of joy unwrapped. Please make your way down here. The pastoral staff is here to help. Merry Christmas. God bless everybody. This is a great, amazing season. In Jesus' name, this is so. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.